0: Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the PR students in Kent State University's School of Journalism and Mass Communication. Hi, my name is Lexi Marco, and I'm a senior here at Kent
1: State. And my name is Erica Fowler. I am also a senior at Kent State. And today we will be talking
0: about The Bachelor. Now, I'm a new-time watcher of The Bachelor.
1: And I will be watching it to the day I die. I have been a long-time fan. I've watched it ever since the first season. So Erica's the newbie, so she'll have the newer perspective, and I'll have a little bit of a veteran's perspective.
0: Right, so if you don't know, The Bachelor is a reality TV series in which a group of 30 candidates compete for a relationship with one Bachelor. So throughout the season, contestants go on -on one-on-one dates, they go on group dates, hometown dates, fantasy suite dates with The Bachelor, and the hope is that they make it to the finale, and usually the finale ends with a proposal. So periodically, there's elimination processes called rose ceremonies, So basically, contestants who receive roses either during a rose ceremony or during a date get to stay on the show and keep competing for a relationship
1: with The Bachelor. Meanwhile, those who don't receive roses are sent home. So The Bachelor first aired in 2002 on ABC, and since then, many successful spin-off series have been created, such as The Bachelorette and The Bachelor in Paradise. Between all of these shows, the franchise has garnered quite the following, a cult, if you will, mainly due to the digital strategies it uses. When The Bachelor premiered in 2002, Twitter didn't even exist, but the platform and social media in general has really helped elevate and shape the series. So one of the first things about The Bachelor that has really been on a constant growth since social media came about is the community.
0: Yeah, so there's a huge community on social media, of Bachelor fans and followers, and this was actually one of the reasons why I started watching the show, because I would always see tons of stuff popping up on
1: Twitter, talking about it, and I wanted to know what was going on, so that's why I started watching the show, honestly. Yeah, and actually in 2017 was the franchise's first lead of color. So Rachel Lindsay was the Bachelorette, and more than 242,000 tweets were tweeted during Rachel Lindsay's season. And then during Nick Viall's
0: season, there were more than 313,000 tweets during his finale So there's definitely a lot of conversations going on between people watching the show, but also a lot of the former contestants also join in on conversations during the episodes, including Chris Harrison, who is the host of the show. He'll chime in and tweet back to people. So it's just interesting to see that especially since a lot of
1: those former contestants have a really big fan base and a large following. Yeah, and another thing that has helped the franchise grow is through the use of hashtags. So personally, whenever I'm watching it every Monday night, I'm always hashtagging The Bachelor or Bachelor Nation just to get those likes on my own posts, but to also be part of the conversation.
0: So another big thing that The Bachelor franchise does is social listening and they really consider viewer input when they're doing different things on the show. So one example of this is when they're selecting the new Bachelor and Bachelorette. We have a quote from Robert Mills, who's the Senior VP of Alternative Series at ABC Studios. He said, the audience has become a silent producer. They help decide who the lead should be, the kind of dates they want to see. It really makes them feel like they're on a journey together.
1: So another quote that we have here is from Mike Fleece, who's a little bit controversial in The Bachelor world, but he is the executive producer and creator of the show. He says, We like to listen to the fans and see what they're responding to. If it wasn't for social media, we maybe wouldn't have had the decision to reduce the number of cliffhangers. I would have just looked at Nielsen, which would have indicated it was a success. So what he means here is... They go to the fans rather than the normal statistics and data that other shows may look at. And that's because of the fan base of the franchise is so big and people have so much to say that it really helps producers kind of guide the show in whatever direction they choose.
0: A lot of shows kind of like fizzle out after a couple seasons, but this show has continued to go on. It's continued to be strong. And social media has really helped that,
1: really has helped the show continue to get bigger and bigger So, Yeah, I agree. And speaking of growing with this season, we actually had a contestant on this season of The Bachelor. Her name was McKenna, and she's a 22-year-old fashion blogger. On each of the episodes, whenever a contestant or the lead is speaking, they will give their age and their career title. So McKenna's was constantly that fashion blogger that kept popping up there. And she was one of the youngest contestants this season. But it's just people like McKenna who are now coming on this show where you're not seeing the typical lawyer or doctor or marketing analyst. You're seeing fashion blogger, and that's how people are really making their income these days.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of influencers that are coming on the show. Either they've started out as influencers and they're coming on, or they leave the show and they end up becoming influencers. Contestants like Victoria Fuller, who is on this season, Peter's season, she came on the show with around 5,000 followers on Instagram, and she's now almost at a half a million. And that just really shows you how social media-driven this show is and how much people are engaging
1: online about this show. Yeah, And actually, many contestants have been criticized for going on the show to build their platform rather than for love. So there's a lot of controversy on whether or not these younger girls or no matter how old you are coming on the show, if they're coming on to just build their own platform or if they actually are coming on for the belief in love. So, Erica, I have a question for you. Uh, Do you think, as a newbie, that the contestants are purely going on the show to boost their own platform with love as a bonus, or do you think they go on for love with a fan base as a bonus?
0: Hmm. I think there's a mix of both. I think there's some of those contestants on there who are really looking for love, and that's why they want to go on. But then I also think there's some others that are thinking, you know, this is a great opportunity to expand my personal branding. And, yeah, I think, I think there's a little bit of both. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. And I listen to a lot of podcasts that are run by former Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants. And they've even admitted you're dumb if you come on the show thinking you're not going to get a fan base because you are. And you're also probably a liar if you're saying that you didn't come on for those reasons as at least a bonus. I think there are some that go on for pure love. But they always have in the back of their mind the next opportunity that they'll get from this. So I think it just depends on the person. But with the growing social media and growing technology, especially with the huge influence it has on this show, I definitely think more and more people are going on to boost their platforms, which kind of goes along with the brand partnerships that are really increasing from the contestants that leave the show. So popular contestants like Hannah G from Colton Season is doing a collab with a popular fashion brand called She In. Becca Tilly was on a few seasons ago. She was the runner-up. She's now collaborated with Macy's, BioClarity. A bunch of contestants have partnered with FabFitFun and Sugar Bear Hair.
0: Yeah, it's just interesting to see that, like, the opportunities
1: that can come about after the show. So back to the podcast thing. Erica, I don't know if you've gotten to this level of fandom yet, but I have been really into podcasts lately during all of my commutes. And some of my favorites include uh, podcasts with previous contestants like Nick Viall, Ashley I. Canetti, Ben Higgins, Becca Tilly, Rachel Lindsay, Becca Kufrin, Dean Unglert, All these people that were my favorites in the moment now have podcasts, so I really enjoy listening to them and their opinions, especially during the recaps after every Monday night. I really like hearing what they have to say with their perspective, and also I like hearing what they have to say about life.
0: Yeah, I've heard about the podcasts. I've never
1: actually listened to any of them, but I know they're out there. For sure. And basically it's become now, if you make it far enough into the show or if you're just a memorable contestant in general— you're going to have a really good income from social media. And these people, like Madison Pruitt, who is a fan favorite right now on this season, is actually at 1.1 million followers. So whatever she promotes, whatever she posts, I'm sure she's getting paid for it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the interesting is is some people quit their jobs and they never go back. Like Rachel Lindsay was on Nick all season... She got the third spot before she was eliminated, and then she became The Bachelorette, and she was an attorney. And I don't remember the last time I heard about her doing attorney things. Wow, I did not know that. But yeah,
0: that's really interesting to see how people's whole lives can be shifted by this one show.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'd also like to point out, too, with The Bachelor, people think that they're watching television, that they're watching Um, even content marketing from ABC or like low-key ABC is really putting forth their own digital strategies which they are but also these are people's real lives you know people come on this show whether it be for fame or for love this is their real life and their real feelings so it's interesting that you see someone's whole emotional side of themselves displayed on your tv screen every week
0: I've been Lexi And I've been Erica. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, share, and send us your comments on SoundCloud or tweet us using the hashtag PROnlineChat.